This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. What's up, addicts? Patrick Allen here for the Arrowhead Addict Podcast. It is Red Friday, and the Kansas City Chiefs will be playing the Cleveland Browns in a mere number of hours. I can't wait. I am fired up. I'm going to get some barbecue. I'm going to get some beer. I am ready to go. But I'm here today to give you guys an important announcement. This is really important. You need to pay attention. So you know that we've been mentioning on the podcast that we launched a YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is up. You guys have already been great. We've got a lot of subscribers so far. We've had interviews with Mitchell Schwartz. We've had interviews with Tony Gonzalez that you've been able to hear right here in this podcast feed, and we'll always give you that content. But if you want to see us, if you want to see these interviews, you need to subscribe to the Arrowhead Addict on YouTube. It's the Arrowhead Addict Podcast. You can find the URL. It's youtube.com slash Podcast. Pretty simple. Head on over there. Subscribe. And um, the, the thing that's uh, really exciting is that this Sunday, we're going to be doing a live Chiefs after show immediately following the game or, or roughly following the game. So around probably 7 p.m. Central Time is when we'll go live. So that's what you need to do is you need to go over to the Arrowhead Addict podcast page on YouTube, youtube.com slash Arrowhead Addict podcast. You need to subscribe. And as soon as the game is over, you need to head on over there so you can watch us record our post-game show live. We've been doing this this show every Sunday or Thursday or Monday after Chiefs games for a year now, but you guys weren't getting it until late Sunday night sometimes and, and sometimes not until Monday morning. Well, now you don't have to wait. You can catch us right after the game and interact with us live. You'll be able to ask us questions in the chat. We'll be able to answer them directly. So we're really excited about that. And we're going to be doing this all season long. Myself, Matt Verderam, Matt Connor, Sterling Holmes, everybody's going to pop in at one point or another. So we hope to see you on Sunday for our first live video podcast, Chiefs postgame show. I'm fired up. Hopefully it's going to be following a win. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Okay. Now we get the announcements out of the way. Let's start with Tyron Matthew, who, as I'm sure you all know by now, has been on the COVID reserve list for the last few days. So for Tyron to play, there's different rules. There's different rules for vaccinated players versus unvaccinated players. In Tyron's case, all the reports are that he is vaccinated. That means that Tyron can come back and play after he gets two negative tests within 24 hours apart. So essentially, if he tested negative yesterday and he tests positive to uh, negative today, they he would be cleared to play. So that's the first hurdle that he has to clear. Now, the Chiefs aren't sharing the behind-the-scenes news of what's going on there, but he wasn't at practice today, which is Friday. Um, and so... That means that they still have all day Saturday and into Sunday for him to clear those hurdles. And for all we know, maybe he has cleared the hurdles and the Chiefs are just being cautious. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. There's a big moment tomorrow, which is at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Teams have to activate. They have to choose. It's the deadline. They have to choose whether or not to activate players from the reserve COVID list. 
when they're put on that reserve COVID list, they don't count against the 53-man roster. So for the Chiefs to activate Tyron Matthew, it doesn't necessarily mean if they do, he's going to play, but he now counts against the roster limit. So that's a consideration that they have to think about. If they don't think he's going to be able to play, they're probably not going to activate him tomorrow afternoon. So that's something to keep an eye on. Keep your eye on Arrowhead Addict, the Twitter account, all those things to find out if he does get activated. If he does get activated, again, that still does not mean he's going to play on Sunday. They could just be buying time to see if he can get one more negative test. Another thing to remember is that even if a player gets two negative tests 24 hours apart, they also have to be either asymptomatic or not displaying any symptoms, not even minor ones, to be allowed to play. So if they have any kind of symptoms and they've got the negative tests, it's a no-go. So even if Tyron Matthew clears all of those hurdles, he hasn't practiced all week. Now, he's the honey badger. We know he can get it done if he gets out on the field, but it's something to keep in mind. The Chiefs want to be careful. And Steve Spagnuolo said this this week about Frank Clark as well, that when these guys haven't practiced in a while, do you want to just throw them out into a game, especially when it's the first game of the season? I mean, we all see what's been going on with the Baltimore Ravens. Everybody and their mother has torn their ACLs or their Achilles over there. It's We want to be careful. We don't want too much too fast for these key players for the Chiefs. So we'll see what happens with Tyron Matthew. Obviously, it'd be great to have him out against a team like the Browns, but at the same time, you don't want him to get hurt, and you want to make sure that he's he's right and it's safe to have him back around the team. So we're just going to have to play it by ear and see what happens. The Chiefs have expressed confidence in Juan Thornhill. He said he's had a couple good weeks of practice, and they expect him to be able to deliver if he has to play a few more snaps than he normally would. As far as the rest of the injuries go, Austin Blythe, backup center, you know, he had the the sports hernia surgery. We've been waiting to see what was going on with him. He's been limited in practice, so we'll see what happens with him. Frank Clark's dealing with a hamstring injury. He's been limited. McCole Hardman's a full participant in practice on Thursday, so it looks like he's going to be all right. He's got a like an oblique thing going on there. Uh, and then Derek Nadi also has been limited with a hip. Everybody else seems good. Laurent Duvenet-Tardif with his hand. CEH has been a full participant in practice coming back from that ankle injury. Remmers was dealing with a knee. Trey Smith was dealing with a shoulder. All have been full participants in practice all week. For the Browns, Jadavion Clowney has been sick. Defensive end for Cleveland. He is not on the COVID list, so it's an unrelated illness, but the word on the street is he's going to be back. Odell Beckham Jr., who's coming back from that bad knee injury for Cleveland last year, has been limited all week. I'm guessing that the Browns are just playing it safe with him, but he's listed as questionable. And they get a few other guys who who are who are limited and banged up. So keep an eye on the Browns 90 minutes before kickoff to find out who is and who isn't going to be active for them. So that's the injury update. Last thing we got to talk about here is my prediction for the game. How's it going to shake out? People have been going back and forth on this. Nick Wright, our good friend Nick Wright from uh, from the past, <laughs> from 610 Sports Kansas City, he's now obviously on First Things First on Fox Sports. He's on his debate show. He was talking about the Chiefs, and he said he thinks the Chiefs are going to blow the Browns out. He thinks they're going to win by double digits, and they're really going to come out and, and clobber the Browns. I tend to agree with him. Look, it's week one. Week one's always weird. Teams do different things. 
there's new personnel. There's not tape of them all playing together. So I, I always liked week one when the Chiefs stunk. And I always hoped that we played like a team like the Patriots or something week one because oftentimes we could make it a little bit closer, maybe even sneak a win in against teams early on in the season before everybody's all all warmed up and got their tape and all of those things. Um, so with the caveat that weird things can happen, and look, it's not saying it's a weird thing for a team that is as talented as the Cleveland Browns to make it a close game with the Chiefs, but I still just think the Chiefs are a lot more talented, and they're they're more talented at, at the position that ma- the positions that matter the most, and that's head coach, quarterback, right? The Browns are, are working back uh, Odell Beckham Jr. into the fold. He didn't participate in the preseason. So there's a lot of things that the Browns have to figure out. They added a whole ton of new players to defense. And we saw with that team last year, new coach, new system. They came out of the gate and they got clobbered by the Baltimore Ravens. So there's a, you know, new seasons mean new things. The Chiefs, they've got some new people too. They've got three rookies basically starting along the right side of their offensive line. That's a little bit of a concern. Willie Gay's out hurt. They might be playing without Tyron Matthew. So there are certainly concerns for the Chiefs. But as long as they got 15 out there and 15's moving around well and they've got Tyreek Hill and they've got Travis Kelsey, I just don't think the Browns are going to be able to hang with them. And especially because the Browns have added so many new players on their defense, just like it did last year when they added head coach Kevin Stefanski. It's just going to take some time for for that unit to gel, I think. And the, 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 the litmus test that you want when you're coming out and you're trying to gel it's probably not at arrowhead against this chief's offense so i think it's going to be i don't want to say it's going to be shock and awe for the browns but i think it's going to be a tall task and i think maybe it's close early but i see the chiefs pulling away i don't think they're going to murder the browns but i think we're all going to feel fairly comfortable throughout most of the game and i'm predicting a 10 point chiefs win with the browns getting a score late to to make it a little bit close I'm going to go Chiefs 34, Browns 24. We will talk about whether or not my prediction was correct or incorrect on the Arrowhead Attic Chiefs postgame show on YouTube on Sunday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Head over to YouTube slash Arrowhead Addict Podcast and subscribe. And check out the great content that we've already got posted over there. There's a lot of good stuff. And people are already starting to leave comments and things like that. And the, and the mo- thing that I'm most excited about is to get to interact with some of you guys one-on-one. You know, you leave us these great reviews over at Apple Podcasts and you leave us questions and we always answer those. This is a chance for us to get to interact with you uh, one-to-one, live, in real time, right after a game. So I'm really fired up about it. Can't tell you guys how much we appreciate all of your support. And, and your support has led to us being able to take the next step with this podcast, take the next step with the Chiefs content that we're providing you. And that means this YouTube channel and a lot of other fun things that we're thinking about. we got some things brewing, lots of ideas coming in the future. But for now, YouTube, Chiefs Post Game Show, Arrowhead Addict. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you there. And as always, go Chiefs. Enjoy your Sunday. <laughs>